Hi, and welcome to Designed for Life, the podcast that brings design and technology teachers and business leaders from across the UK together as we collectively seek to inspire, energize, and create the workforce of the future. Hi, and welcome to Design for Life, the podcast brought to you by the Design and Technology Association, along with our friends and sponsors at the Edge Foundation and PTC on Shape. My name's Tony Ryan. I'm Chief Executive of the Association, and I've got the great honour and privilege of bringing these podcasts to you. This is the second in our short mini-series on Teachers in Residence. Teachers in Residence is part of our Blueprint initiative, and the objective of it is twofold. We are trying to bring industry and business closer to education so as the two can talk to each other and so as we can feed off each other and actually learn from each other. Teachers and residents is a really big part of that. And the objective here really is teachers, sometimes if you've been in school for a long time, even if you've been in industry at some stage of your career, you might be 10 years in teaching and you might be wondering to yourself, are my skill sets still up to date? Is what I'm teaching the students still relevant? So what we do is we take teachers, we find suitable placements for them in business and industry, and we give them three to five days where they are absolutely immersed in a business, learn all aspects of it, and really take part in that business for the three to five days. They sit in on meetings. We've had teachers actually designing stuff. We've had teachers out on site, on building sites, looking at how a building is constructed and pieced together. And it works right away across manufacturing, engineering, construction, and through to the design sector. And today we're concentrating on design and we're concentrating on Bulletproof Agency. Bulletproof are in Covent Garden in London. We've had three teachers, one per year for the last three years, who've been on placements with Bulletproof. Every single one seems to come back with an amazing experience and, and it seems to transform what goes on in the classroom thereafter. So yeah, without further ado, going to go over to the podcast Designed for Life in conversation with Debbie Inman, talent partner at Bulletproof. Hi, and welcome back to Designed for Life. And today we're with Debbie Inman. Debbie Inman is talent partner at Bulletproof. Debbie, hi. Hi, Tony. How are you? I am really good, thank you. Really good and really looking forward to this conversation. It's been a while. It's good to catch up, actually. Absolutely. Can I let you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about your role at Bulletproof, what it is that you do? Absolutely, Tony. So I'm talent partner at Bulletproof. We're a global brand design agency, 360 strong across seven locations. I've been at Bulletproof for 15 years now. And I joined a 24-man band, and obviously I've seen huge growth over the years. And just over three years ago, I took on a talent management role, and I'm very people-centric, and I've always had an interest in growing Bulletproof. So when I was offered this role, it was the perfect fit for me. We first met, it was about three and a bit years ago, three and a half years ago. I, I think you were just coming into this role, the, the talent, and you were trying to find your way around. Okay, how do we locate the talent that we want at Bulletproof? How do we reach out to schools and how do we get it? I'm going to admit now that teachers in residence at that stage with us, we trialed it with a couple of places, but it was very, very new to us as well. We were still building it. What was it that drew you to this initiative in the first place? What did you hope to get out of it for Bulletproof? 
Well, from a personal perspective, as well as from a business perspective, we could see there's a massive disconnect between education and industry. So many people didn't know about the design industry. And I could see the value straight away in if we reach a teacher and talk to them about all the opportunities, the hidden opportunities within a design agency, that they could go and spread that message through the pupils over many, many, many years, and we'd reach a lot more students and potential future talent. So it's really kind of breathing life into the industry and making sure everybody knows about every opportunity there is within the design agency world. I mean, for Bulletproof, students don't know about strategy, you know, they don't know about visualizing, production. There's so many hidden roles I didn't know about. I stumbled into the design industry purely by chance working at a a communications company that had a tiny in-house design studio. And I was fascinated watching what they were doing, the designers, and had a light bulb moment. I'd been working in publishing before that. And I basically went to a recruiter and said, please get me a role in a design agency. Took a 10 grand pay cut and the rest is history. I joined a small branding agency and learned so much about it, but that was purely by chance. I don't know how many students would know about working in design. They wouldn't unless a teacher can talk to them knowledgeably about all the opportunities. Also, it's one of those hidden careers. You know, lots of parents are pushing their children towards like doctors, lawyers, whereas what about the creative industries? There's huge opportunities for talent. My husband actually is one of the creative directors here as well. And his journey was equally quite a winding road to get into design it's not always the easiest path. So the more teachers we can get through to about the amazing opportunities in the design world, the better. Bulletproof are doing something right. 15 years you've been there. So there's something right about the place with that growth that you've come through with it. All the teachers that have been through Bulletproof have come away. And one of the things that they've all mentioned is the variance of jobs. They said, you know, I expected to go in and see design happening. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely, there are so many other jobs within an agency where people have got skills. And the thing that binds it all together is they're all creative. They're all bouncing off each other. I mean, I know I've been in there on Mario's podcast. He talked about the lift doors opening and he said it felt like he was going into a nightclub. And I remember that experience as well. (laughs) It does feel like that. It does feel like it feels creative going in there. But from the outside, you think designer. But actually, Mm -hmm. it's wider than that, isn't it? It is much broader. We had some students from Cheltenham visit us about a month ago, and we brought it into a room. We had something like 30 students, and we brought into the room people from visualising, people from strategy, from production, from motion and digital. There's so many different facets. And also, I mean, if you think about it's not just on the creative side, There's also, you've got client servicing. What skill set do you need to work in client servicing? What about strategy? What sort of mind do you need? Finance. We've got some really creative people in our finance team who love to be around creatives as well. So there's huge opportunities. And Mario got to meet, and and along with Stephanie and Rebecca, past teacher and residence placements, they all got to speak to everybody from all the different departments. I made that my absolute goal to make sure they understood every single function within the agency and also what it takes to succeed. And if you think about my career within Bulletproof, I've been obviously here 15 years, a long time. I started a new business, moved into a PR and marketing role 
And then now I've moved into a talent management role. So if you go into an agency in that particular role, doesn't necessarily mean that you end up in that role. You can move around depending on your skill set. And good agencies will allow talent to move within the agency as well. It's one way of keeping staff, isn't it? I mean, it you, is. you can't get bored with what you're doing. You just slightly shift where you are and slightly shift the aspect of what you're doing. Totally. Absolutely. When we had that conversation years ago, you, I remember you saying that one of your objectives was to learn more about the education system, get closer to the education system. Can you tell us how teachers and residents has helped that? Well, just understanding the challenges. I mean, Mario in particular, obviously, because he was our most recent teacher in residence, talking to us about the challenges he has in terms of hiring staff, the challenges of teaching the students, budgets being cut, connections with industry. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old, two girls. One's much more creative than the other, but understanding her struggles, my eldest struggles in school because she's much more creative and, and the curriculum we're not going to be inspiring future innovators through the current curriculum, especially in junior school. Senior school depends on budgets and depends on whether they've got good art departments. Now, interestingly, Amaya, my eldest, her school has got an amazing art division. I'm really happy about that. But so many schools don't have that. And there's going to be a huge lack of talent coming through in the future if we don't start to really make waves and to talk about education and creative education and inspiring future innovators. Children don't have enough time these days to think and use their imagination. It's all very, very vocational. And that's a real shame. So the more that we can have links with education, the more we can help, the better. And obviously bring in Mario in and bring in other teachers in in the future to really open and unveil all the opportunities is absolutely critical. So, yeah, it was. It was a real eye-opener from Mario, the statistics, and also listening again to um, a recent meeting we had with you about the current status with regard to creative education and design and technology in schools. I was at a dinner last night, and there's 120 other people at the dinner, the Royal Society, and we were talking about the fact that it, exactly what you just said. At the moment, creativity is not valued yep. until after 16. And by that stage, it's too late. If you're creative, you don't suddenly switch it on at 16 years old. It's there from two. I think we're all born creative. I think it gets beaten out of us as we get older if we allow it to. But the task of, of most schools and most education systems is to keep that creativity there because we want that in adults. We want that in young people, not just for work, but for life. We want people to be creative. One of my favourite subjects at school, um, we were the first years to do GCSE, but I absolutely loved art. I wasn't a natural, but I worked really hard at it. And I loved to watch the real natural talent. And it was very therapeutic. So I do agree that it should be encouraged. And it's a very good skill to have. And also how you even down to you know accounting, how you think, if you think creatively about it, some of the analysis, uh, we've, we have a, um, an FP&A manager, and he's got to think very creatively about how he produces his figures. So you can use creativity in so many different forms throughout your career. Teach computer-aided design without the hassle. Use Onshape and the cloud for free. Some of our teachers, what we've noticed with, with teachers and residents is that teachers reach out to us and say, look, it looks great, it looks fantastic. But I've been doing this for 10 years, maybe, in a school, and I'm confident in my classroom. 
but you're putting me in a professional environment where my skill sets might not be relevant. They might not be what's needed. And actually, I think all of the teachers beforehand, nearly all, have said, I'm really apprehensive about going in because I don't want to be caught out. And then a constant message that's coming back afterwards is, oh my God, that validated me as a professional. What I'm teaching in the classroom is absolutely valid for what's going on in industry. And I know I'm teaching the right things now. From an employer's side, was there a little bit of nervousness, especially with Rebecca on the first placement that you took, of getting it right? And, you know, having a teacher with you for three days is quite a big commitment. It was. Rebecca was with us for five days, which was amazing. Obviously, the schedule was the hardest thing because everything moves at such fast pace. Bulletproof is a very fast-paced agency. But once you have the backing of, of founders and the partners in the business, that this is something we really want to focus on and we're going to put our full effort into, everybody fell behind and understood what we were trying to achieve and how we were trying to inspire the future generation to come into the design industry, whether in a creative role or whether through into a finance role. Everybody was on board and it went better than I could have imagined. And it also depends on the characters. As long as that person is open, every single teacher in residence we've had has been very open to learning. I think when I first talked to you about bringing Rebecca in and I talked about a placement, in our minds, a placement is where somebody comes in and works on projects. Sure, yeah. And I think that was the only misconception is just this is coming in to find out about the industry. This is lots of meetings and to really get under the skin of what we do in each of the roles. And then it became more organic. So we had a structure. We had the program that was going to run. It was organic as well. So there'd be like a junior designer or I'd see, you know, a senior designer free. And we'd also put Rebecca into the studio so she could see all those conversations happening, see some of the work going through and really get those connections. And then we had an event. We were running a weekly event. So again, I think Rebecca got to see that. And I'm sure Mario did actually as well when he was in and Stephanie. So they get to feel the culture of the agency. So they really understand what it's like to work in an agency, all the different facets, and also what it feels like from a cultural perspective. Because design agency is obviously more informal than your corporate businesses. But it's great. And that appeals to so many people. That's always appealed to me. I'm not really a corporate person. And it's exciting. And it's very inspirational, I think, for the teachers to actually see that. I forgot Rebecca did five days. I mean, I mean Rebecca, is um, she's based in the Midlands. Mm. She got an Airbnb in London and spent five days in London to do that. Mario, I know, has travelled. Stephanie's travelled. And, and one of the things that I've questioned each of them on is, you're giving up some of your holiday to do this because we're organising it in holiday times. Yeah. Not one of them has had a qualm with that at all. It's been like, this is investing in me, yeah. but it's also investing in the students that I teach. It was described by one of them as the best professional development I've ever had, which is some sort of endorsement, isn't it? That is amazing. Definitely need to feed that back to the team. <laughs> Can you describe, I mean, Mario on the podcast described the fact that he sat there on his first morning and he was given a clear desk to sit at. Yeah. And he said, I, I sat there and I thought, am I going to sit here now for three days and I'm just going to watch what goes on? And he said, and then I watched my diary populate with all these meetings, bang, 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 bang. And it was like, oh, my God, I had 10 meetings a day. And he said, it, I went home every night absolutely exhausted, but with my head buzzing with ideas and thoughts. 
we reach out to a lot of employers and say, would you take a teacher? And a common response is, it's a great idea. I'd love to, but we're too busy. We haven't got time. We, we can't do it at the moment. Come back to us in six months and we'll see if we are a little bit less busy. The yeah. reality is it never gets less busy. Very few businesses go backwards that way. Normally it gets busier. So how much work is involved in your part in setting this all up and running it and the value that you're getting out of it compared to the time that you're putting in? I just saw it as it's an investment that we wanted to make. It's right for the agency and we wanted to give back. The time it takes, it's scheduling meetings, but being there. So I was always around for Mario for the time he was here. So obviously with hybrid work in these days, I made a commitment to be in three days, those three days he was there from start to finish. And throughout the day, I check up and make sure he was happy with the right person, having the right conversations. When meetings needed to move, I was moving that. So the commitment is three days, three days of being there. But for me, I give it again and again, it's worth it. It's scheduling and just being there to make sure everything runs smoothly, but also to be there to welcome as well, you know, to check in, uh, you know, to marry out to lunch and getting other people to take him out to lunch as well. So you get meeting different people in different settings. Some would be more formal, others would be less formal. But I think it's also very important for the founders of the business to talk. Johnny, managing partner, he met up with Mario and he was so enthused. He could feel Mario's passion, understood his challenges, really wants to be there on the journey to help inspire you know, his students and to inspire him and really bought into it. And I think that connection works really well. I think that was a really good moment. And Mario came back and he said, thank you so much really enjoyed that to understand how the foundation of you know a nucleus of an idea how it's grown into the amazing agency that bulletproof is today um and the journey that we've been on and johnny you know he understands the value of of education design and and creative education as well he's got children and they've been through the education system so it's good connections it was one of the things that Mario enthused about. He said, I, you know, what was great is I got to talk to somebody that was a junior designer that had not long since started at Bulletproof, right the way through to Johnny. And he said, I really did get this 360 of the business and every aspect of the business. And he said, I took in a notebook, he said, which was about 60 pages in size, and I filled every page. He said, I've got notes that I refer back to constantly. So he said, I, I gained so much from everybody that I met. So final question, really, um, for, for me, um, two things, really. First of all, you came in with a view. I mean, I, I'm not trying to feed you lines here, but one of our other partners has said, it's changed how we recruit. Because we used to look for straight A students and that was it. That was all we were looking for. And now we've opened up a little bit and we've realized that some people mature a little bit later than others. So actually, the fact that you've got a B grade doesn't mean that you're any less able than somebody that's got an A grade. Has there been any change like that within Bulletproof as a result? We have always made a commitment that we don't request people to have degrees to get a job at Bulletproof. We recruit talent, not title. Grades do not matter. It's down to the person. So it's within our DNA that we've never discriminated against people. I was going to say that comes from the top, doesn't it? If everyone at the top has got a degree or got a business degree or a business master's or whatever it might be, that's what you're looking for at the bottom. You're looking for people that are highly qualified to come in. 
it takes one person that hasn't got that in order to upset that, doesn't it? But we're very inclusive as an agency. So our recruitment process is based on the person. It's that person and what they're bringing in terms of their experience. Experience counts so much more. Education is very important to get you along the way. But as you say, we all mature at different stages. Some children, you know, my husband being one of them, was told he wasn't smart from when he was in school because he drew, he doodled in maths because he was much more creative. Sounds familiar. (laughs) And again, this is where the education system failed, creatives, and so many dyslexic creatives. So we have no barriers whatsoever. We are looking for the right talent. That's amazing. It doesn't matter what their background, doesn't matter what their education, if they can do amazing work and they've got amazing minds, brilliant. Can I just pick on that, Debbie, a little bit then? Because there's a lot of students, sixth form especially, a lot of teachers now use this as clips they play within a lesson. So if you were giving advice to a young person at the moment in a designer technology lesson or an art lesson or whatever it might be, what would your advice be to that young person coming up thinking, I might want to work in design, but I'm not sure, uh, you know, am I good enough, am I whatever? What would your advice be to that young person? I think just to be very single-minded, there's opportunities for everybody from all different backgrounds across so many different levels. So if you're interested in photography, maybe you could be very good at visualising. So it's do your research where possible. I would imagine there's so many agencies, talk to your teachers, try and get connections with industry. And the teachers really, I think, are the linchpin between industry and education and helping these students to get into the creative industries. But always believe in yourself. Um, Never doubt yourself. Creativity is incredible. But always open your mind to all the possibilities out there and do your research. I'm hoping that over the next few years, we can really lift the lid on all the opportunities in design agency land. Because we'd love to have many more people applying to Bulletproof from all different backgrounds from all over the country, across different careers, whether it's 3D, maybe they're interested in building and making models. So maybe they would go into 3D design. And as I said, you know, the photography example. So, yeah, open your mind to all the possibilities and really do your research. But the teachers, if we can get more connections with many more teachers, then hopefully we can inspire future talent. Our objective now is to link it up because we've realised, and I realised this many years ago as a head, I must admit, was that however good your head of careers is and your careers department is in school, you're not going to be able to paint that picture of every career that's out there for young people. You've got to inspire them to go and find out for themselves and find out a little bit more themselves and and tell them what you can. And there's no better place than it being through the curriculum rather than the careers lesson. When a student's working on something and says, I love doing this. Is there a career in it? Yes, there is, because I've seen this. That's the way it works. That's the way it joins up. The Edge Foundation, preparing so young finally, people Debbie, to thrive three years in a fast-changing world. They've all gone brilliantly. They seem to get better every time, to be honest. You're learning from it, and I think they're getting better every time. What's the future look like for Bulletproof with Teachers in Residence and with Blueprint that you're also a member of? I think the next is to invite more teachers in and eight or ten teachers come in in one session and we run a workshop. Just like we did with the students from Cheltenham, we can bring all the different 
departments in to meet and to talk about their pathway. So it's almost like an accelerated teacher and residence full-on day workshop. That's what I'd like to do. That would be amazing. And also, again, each year, invite back a teacher as well to come in and actually experience a whole three days within the agency. I know from Mario, Stephanie, and from Rebecca, how valuable that was. But if we can reach more teachers, the better. I'm waiting for this podcast to go out and then I'm waiting for the emails to come flying into us saying, right, I want to be one of those eight teachers, please. And I'm, I'm already I'm already thinking I need to be number nine on the exercise. I need to be in there for a day. Debbie, thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you're doing with this work because it's really an important part of what we do. You were right in there from the start. So you've helped us to shape it and to get it right. So thank you for letting us in and for letting us work with you because we really appreciate it. And it's making a real difference to young people in the schools where the teachers have been in and have seen it and have come out again. And I think you're doing a great job. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Tony. I'm so delighted that we're part of this. And let's hope more design agencies take note and also open their doors to teachers and inspire so many more creatives in the future. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation. Bulletproof have been in, as I said at the start of the podcast, right from the very start of this initiative and have helped us to build it into what it is today. We are looking for partners. If you're listening to this and you are working in any sector that a design and technology student might work in, so anything across design, engineering, construction, textiles, food, any aspect of D&T, if you could give a placement to a teacher and allow them to come in and immerse themselves in your business for three days, I promise you they will go back to school. It will transform their teaching. It will help them to be more relevant and help them to actually be able to contextualize that learning, which I believe is so, so important. Huge thank you to Debbie for everything that she has done in helping us to get this far with Bulletproof. And as she said in the podcast, it comes ray from the top of an organization. So from the very, very top of Bulletproof, education is something they're committed to. It's something that they are completely bought into. And just a huge, huge thank you from us because they've been an amazing Blueprint partner since day one. And Teachers and Residents has been a big part of that for them. Hope you enjoyed it. We've got one more of these to come, which will be out within the next few days. Be out by the end of next week, definitely. So until then, please do take care and we'll be back with you very soon. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you did, hit the subscribe button now as we have guests lined up for future pods that will inform, inspire, and entertain. This podcast is brought to you by the Design and Technology Association. 